Hello ladies and gentlemen, Pavel here from Better World International and today I have a great guest. I'm speaking with Marina Cantacasino, an author and speaker and founder of the Forgiveness Project and today we're going to talk about how that forgiveness can change the world, why this is so important for everyone, each of us and how I think this is a little bit um, unappreciated part of of the human life and uh, also with the outcome that forgiveness uh, generate. Marina during her years as a journalist realized the power of sharing the real life stories from passionate individuals that went through these experiences, this forgiveness. Marina has since used the stories to highlight the value of forgiveness and healing, which has led her to founding of the charity The Forgiveness Project and she wrote a wonderful book. Marina, uh, great to have you here, uh, excited about this conversation. As you know, the forgiveness is uh, something uh, which is close to my heart. So yes, let's, let's start. As you know, I'm, I was really uh, happy because of this interview. The forgiveness is close to my heart and uh, we both know that forgiveness could uh, do amazing, amazing things in people's lives and in their psyche. So could you tell us more about the Forgiveness Project and what the, that charity that you're doing does? Yeah, sure. I started the Forgiveness Project as a charity 12 years ago. I was working as a journalist at the time, and it was just around the lead up to the Iraq war, and I really wanted to collect stories which were countercultural because mm -hmm. the language at that time was all about payback and retaliation, tit-for-tat vengeance. So I just, as a very private personal projects, project, sorted and looked for stories of forgiveness and reconciliation, people who had suffered from atrocity or violence and yet sought peaceful solutions, people who had broken out of this sort of cycle of vengeance. And, uh, and in a year, just as I say, a personal private project with a friend who was a photographer, we collected 26 stories. We also collected stories of former aggressors, per perpetrators, who had transformed their hate into a mission for peace. And these stories became an exhibition called The F Word. I called it The F Word because I realized by then forgiveness was highly contentious, subject people either were inspired by it or affronted by it. And it was complicated and messy, but transformative. And I thought my life would go back to journalism because I, you know, done many projects in my life, mm -hmm. and I didn't think this was any different to anything else. But I was very wrong. I soon discovered that this subject of forgiveness touched everybody in some way, and in in essence, the subject of forgiveness just didn't leave me alone after that. And as a result, I formed the Forgiveness Project using many of the storytellers that I come to know um, in the work that we do, which is to continue to share stories of healing and restoration and reconciliation. And we do it on multiple platforms and it's 12 years old. And that interest and impact seems as great as the day I started. In case of the exhibition, I, think I found this very interesting as an F word. What has been the impact of this exhibit? Well, the impact from that very first time we put the exhibition on was phenomenal because, first of all, people from all around the world, the media, 
attention was colossal. So people from all around the world were then contacting me and saying, can we use these stories in our own conflict resolution work? People were leaving messages in the feedback books. You know, for instance, one woman wrote, now I want to be photographed next to the man who attacked me. Um, Others were saying, this is the most inspiring thing I've ever seen. It has helped me deal with the pain in my own life. Um, And since then, the exhibition has been seen in 13 countries. It's been seen in the EU. It's been seen uh, in parliaments, in local grassroots communities. There was a journalist, for instance, in Somalia who told me he read out a story every night on his radio show to build peace in his own community. So I should also say that stories were extreme because my background as a journalist was to do a lot of what we call human interest story, a lot around divorce, um, health, personal stuff. And I actually wanted to take it away from that. I wanted to look at political violence, big stories. I wanted to know how people could think about forgiveness in relation to these unforgivable acts. But I I increasingly see forgiveness as much broader than that. And so now we're collecting smaller stories of everyday forgiveness because this is actually where these bigger stories have impacted people. Um, Marina, for those people who don't know uh, your project, uh, could you tell uh, what form of this or what, what form you collect in those stories? Can people can contribute their own stories in the form of video or text or how, how yeah. that works? Well, we may, we have a a website, um, theforgivenessproject.com, where we have collected 150 stories and curated them and filled people. We also have a section where people can send in their own stories, but we always do curate and check stories because, as you can appreciate, there's so many stories coming into us all the time. And we want to, what we're really about is creating a movement to help people embrace this complex, difficult subject of forgiveness. And so the stories need to inform that debate. And so every story, you will learn something new about forgiveness because it's such a multifaceted concept and it means so many different things to different people. But you said, what do we do? We also have an F-word exhibition that gets hired out. We put on forgiveness conversations where people can come into small groups and talk about forgiveness in their own lives. And we do a lot of, you know, multimedia um, to broadcast and amplify other people's stories and writings and thought processes around forgiveness. What I know that everybody, each of us, has the someone to forgive. But I think also the many times the person who we need to forgive is ourselves and what's what's going on inside and when we have a lot of things to it. So could you tell me, you know, this differentiation between forgiveness for someone else and forgiveness for myself as a first subject? Yeah, I think self-forgiveness, I tend to think of as self-compassion because I think it's true that we are shame and guilt can be very destructive emotions and they stop us being productive in the world. And so I think that's where it starts. I think it's very hard to forgive others if you can't forgive yourself. It's very hard to have compassion for others if you don't have compassion for yourself. And I think it's all about 
recognizing the frailty of human nature and the fallibility. We are so quick to judge as human beings. I mean, recently we've had two stories in the press about parents who have been momentarily negligent of their children. And social media has gone wild with condemnation of these parents, as if we couldn't all make mistakes at some time. And I find it actually really kind of depressing the way the judgment that we put on each other as human beings. And I think that's why I see forgiveness as so critical in creating a world without hate and without harm, because hate is just amplified the whole time these days. I mean, people always hated, but I don't know if you agree, but I think social media has done some good things, but also there's some really, really destructive things going on whereby people are vilified publicly in front of their peers and in front of their communities, in front of the whole world for making a tiny mistake. Um, So that's a long way of saying that I think it all starts with self-forgiveness. How do you think how forgiveness can change the world and uh, what would need to happen? So can we start from those little things and start forgiving (laughs) and so we can go deeper? Because probably as as it is, if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but the forgiveness has many different levels. And so you can forgive in very, very deep level from the childhood parents and other stuff but also there is smaller things like on the top maybe so shall we start from those little things of forgiveness and move forward to deeper and what's happening when we're forgiving when we're even forgiving what's happening in our psyche what's happening with the human beings first of all it's difficult to measure there are little things that need forgiving but you have to be harmed in order to forgive I don't think you can let go and move on and forget about something. It's you know you ha- I think to forgive something quite serious has to have impacted on you. That doesn't mean to say it's a big atrocity like a crime. It could be like a friend who has betrayed you in some small way, but you have to have been hurt, harmed, damage has to be caused. You have to have lost something. And we have those small acts of harm in our lives all the time, I think, from friends and families, smaller, bigger. And I think why forgiveness is so important is that it's kind of like the oil of human relationships because we will be hurt. People will attack us. And if we can't move through that, we're stuck. And actually, we can then cause damage ourselves. So that's why I think forgiveness is so important. It kind of, it keeps the world functioning in a positive way. And some people find it much easier than others. And I, you asked, like, what does it take? Did you ask what does it take to forgive or what does it mean to forgive? I mean, as far as I can see, and I, I look at my own life, I look at my own relationships, but also I analyze all the stories that I've, all the people I've interviewed along the way. And it does seem that there are some very key elements that it requires. And I think it starts with looking at yourself, what you we were talking about before. It starts with kind of a journey of self-discovery. 
it involves curiosity. You have to be interested in other people and why how other people function in order to forgive. It also involves a level of understanding. Mm-hmm. So you go from why me to why them? Why did they do that to me? It involves empathy, walking in that person's shoes, and it involves having a broader perspective. All the research around forgiveness shows that forgiving people have this much wider vision. They don't see things as black and white, as right and wrong. They're able to understand that good people do bad things and bad things happen to good people. Sort of life is morally complicated. And also, I think people who forgive are able to create meaning and purpose in their life again. So if you've been hurt, it's almost like finding a gift in the wound. You have that sort of sense that life is there to teach you something and you can learn from hurt and harm. So is it something that needs to happen before so people want to or it's a just small realization that it will be beneficial for them making this that they want yeah it could be either i mean uh, people want to because for two reasons one they feel trapped in resentment and holding a grudge has a tight grip it's a bit like the more you focus on a problem the more ingrained you make that problem so resentment and hate are a heavy burden to carry So people understand that at some level. You don't need to have read the research, which says that actually, if you forgive, you're going to be happier, healthier, live longer, have better relationships. You kind of feel it in your body when you carry resentment. So some people would just have that understanding and choose to line them, choose to go in the direction of forgiveness. You know, because I think it's a direction. Mm-hmm. It's not a destination. And it is a choice and a decision. Um, other people, I think, um, it happens kind of like as in, an innate instinct to heal. They don't expect, but it just happens automatically. I've heard people say that. You know, they said, you know, there's one man who was attacked brutally and he woke up in hospital the next day with all his family around the bed wanting to go and seek vengeance and revenge on the man on the man who'd attacked him and he just all he wanted thought I have to find out why this man did this and I need to forgive him it was just there so you do have I know it's too easy to say that There's one way of doing forgiveness, you know what I mean? But how to do it? People, there are books and books written about it, scholarly articles, courses you can go on. There's five steps and six steps and four pillars. You know, there's everything out there, how to forgive. I choose not to pin down a process because from all the storytelling um, that I've done, I've realized that... Everyone has a different method, but I think you have to have a willingness to line yourself up for forgiveness. This is the curiosity I mentioned to you. <clears throat> yeah, um, I definitely agree. Uh, in case of what we do, I think we can help people. A lot of people are not aware. Yeah. I actually say, see a lot of, we call them dreamers. 
And um, dreamers are those people, those are idealists. And uh, they don't know how and why they have something inside which drive them to do good or be good people or do good deeds anonymously. And they have this uh, little drive in them. And uh, basically, this is the group of people that we want to gather, we want to connect. This is what we call our tribe. And uh, as we see, the, the, the one of the problems uh, we see that those wonderful people who have this little drive in them, they many times are not aware of how that can serve them. They are not aware what it will cause. And they, they, they don't know how to do this or where to seek for information. And one of our goal is actually to be this facilitator where they can find the resources and where we can educate about them. So definitely I I finding this conversation uh, very important because from this conversation we can say, okay, so there there's don't have to be some particular way, but by listening to the stories of forgiveness, yeah. you're learning how to forgive. But it's also the how-to um how to forgive listen and be be inspired and and hear the stories and and try to relate to them or probably the some of them they will just relate and the forgiveness process will start happening right yeah and i think also it's about listening to the story of the person who's hurt you you know it can be about reconciliation not always but it can be about reconciling with somebody, that a family that you speak to. This is such a common story in society, isn't it? But it also may be reconciling with your inner pain and accepting and deciding to let those painful emotions go uh, and accepting that bad stuff happens. You know, it's it's so intrinsic. I think... Equally, there's no good, perfect definition of forgiveness out there, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, there's a very famous American academic called Dr. Fred Luskin, and he said that over the years, his definition of forgiveness has changed. It used to be long. It's reduced and reduced and reduced. And now he says his definition of forgiveness is freedom. One word. Marina, for those people that they, uh, even they listening that and they decide they feel they want to be free, how they should go about this? Should they look for those stories of forgiveness or what would you recommend to, to do? Like, we would like to have actionable steps. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> well, I would say that it's something you feel in yourself. So you need to be able to feel it and you can't. So I would suggest definitely reading stories, hearing stories. There's a lot of good stuff out there on the Internet. I'd say even I'm only saying this. I'm not trying to promote my project necessarily, but I'm just There's saying nothing wrong with it. <laughs> to look and read at some of the stories on the Forgiveness Project website will show you all the very different ways that people have approached forgiveness and come to a place for forgiveness. And very often it's after feeling a great deal of rage and hatred. So, I mean, it's it's a process. You go round in the circle, but forgiveness comes you out of the cycle of vengeance. Forgiveness brings you out of it. 
and allows you to lead a much more productive and freer life. So I think that's the first thing you can do. I think, as I said, you can go on this sort of journey of self-discovery. You can start to look at your own life and look at yourself deeply and face some of that stuff that a lot of us bury. And there are all sorts of ways of going on journeys of self-discovery and self-development. And then, and then to have empathy. How do you build empathy? There are ways of building empathy. One of them is to really try and understand that person, say, let's just say someone's been very hurt by a parent, let's say, and they want to forgive that parent. Think of that parent as a five-year-old. Think of yourself as a five-year-old. What happened in that parent's childhood? How were they parented? You know, and also to let go of expectations and assumptions. I think many of us live our lives by assuming everyone has to behave like us and everyone has to have the same moral parameters that we have. That isn't the case because people are brought up differently. People have different, you know, I often think of remorse as a muscle. You know, some people aren't able to show, say, an apology. Some people aren't able to do that. So it's really about having a deep understanding that people are different from us and accepting that and being more tolerant and not being so judgmental. You know, but you're asking me how. So I say it starts with story. It starts with looking inside yourself. And then it starts to listening to others and accepting that we are all different. But it's hard. You know, it's very, very hard. Yeah. And also, I think it's really important to say one day you might forgive. And the next day, something can trigger and actually you're right back to where you are. I think it's false. It does sometimes happen to some people. But most often, forgiveness is a daily choice, a daily practice. Marina, I know also that, that this uh, project led you to uh, write a book. Could you tell me what we can find in this book? Yeah, well, it's mostly stories because, as I said to you, there's so many books written about forgiveness, what it is, what it isn't, um, philosophical inquiries, etc. I didn't really want to add to that because I felt everything I'd learnt was through other people's experience. So it's mainly stories, but it consists of a 35-page introduction by me as well, where I frame the stories in my own understanding of forgiveness. Um, and a couple of introductions as well, one by Desmond Tutu, who's a great exponent of forgiveness, and another by a writer um, called Alexander McCall Smith, who believes passionately in forgiveness. So it's It's, it produces exactly what the Forgiveness Project does. It creates a place of inquiry and exploration. And it tries not to be didactic, because I don't think we will have any success in bringing more forgiveness into the world if we are didactic. How do you think if, if more people would start to forgive, what impact it would have on the world? Let's say we we manage to, you know, inspire, let's say, 
millions of people to start in process of forgiveness, what it could cause in the world? Yeah, well, I mean, it would be absolutely extraordinary, the impact. First of all, it would it would start by mending broken hearts, which would extend to repairing broken families, reinvigorating fractured communities, and create peaceful societies. It would be massive. Less people would be harmed. Um, there would be more understanding. There would be less hate amplified by social media and the internet. And healthier minds, bodies and souls. I mean, there's no I think there's no question in that. But how to, you know, it's the big question. And how to, you know, this is why I'm interested in what you're doing, because you're taking it from a slightly different you're approaching it from a very different platform. For example, what by by having the, the project that you're doing, exhibitions, what you would love to accomplish? What is this one? This is exactly this to make as many people as possible to start forgiving, and which is going to influence in a beautiful way so many things. Yeah, I mean, it's about um, broadcasting the experience of forgiveness and but not only forgiveness of not hating of not taking revenge i mean because forgiveness is such a loaded word in a way i think it's quite helpful to think of it as making peace with with things you cannot change and not taking your hurt out on others I mean, if that's all these stories can do, then that will do a tremendous good in the world. If you could give a piece of advice for those people who are listening to us, and I know you don't want to give a how-to, but if you could give a piece of advice to those people, what, what it would be? How that would sound? I think I'm only saying this today because I've been so struck by the judgments of other parents against these parents who were momentarily neglectful of their children, it would be next time you rush to judge another person, look at yourself. I mean, that sounds very biblical, what I'm saying. I'm not a Christian, but, you know, it's, it comes straight out of the Bible, I think, what I've said. Because I think if that's the first step. Uh, Marina, so uh, one more time. Where um, those wonderful people can find you, um, if you could say one more time your website, name of your book, and where yes. they can browse the stories of forgiveness, if you could tell us. Um, the website is theforgivenessproject.com. Um, the book is called The Forgiveness Project, Stories for a Vengeful Age, um, by myself, mm -hmm. Marina Cantacuzino. Well, we have a Facebook page. Um, we have Twitter at forgivenessproj. P-R-O-J, um, and people, there's an endless conversation going on around forgiveness and all those platforms. So, ladies and gentlemen, you heard, uh, you can uh, find more. I bet it's not our last conversation about the forgiveness, uh, but if you want to find out those awesome stories that we're talking today with uh, Marina, go to this uh, webpage. 
uh, forgiveness project and also check out the the book marina thank you very much for this uh, lovely uh little conversation about uh, changing the world and uh, what it would uh, cause and and affect um thank you very much um i definitely think it's very very important stuff thank you